Geordie chat with groups and two. Games at home and away. Story stats and history about football in Australia. Welcome to Kick to Kick is Backwards and Coming Forwards. Um, I have welcomed back Nick today to talk about round 21. Good to be back, mate. Good Nick, to be back. We had you two weeks ago to talk about round 19. Um, and I wanted you back round 21. Um, we got a bit of positive feedback about Louise's appearance last week, so you got a bit of... Oh, no. I've got to lift the enthusiasm, yeah, apparently. Okay. You really do. Got to work on it. We had feedback about her, um, so you know, let's look to get some positive Bring feedback. Bring it on! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're here to talk about round 21, all the links we can find with history. Um, before we get stuck into that, Kerno and Norton still have kicked goals in every single game this this year. Three games to go. Can they make it to the end of the against season? Against I'm hoping against the Daisy falls over, but who knows? Know. Yeah, <laughs> he only kicked one against the Saints, so only just one. Just by. Gosh, mm. Hook. He'll probably kick a bag, but anyway, he'll go to him. Lever or May? I would have thought May. Yeah, hey, he goes against the big, big boys. Should be able to shut him down. Yeah, surely. He likes the big jobs. All right, let's get started then. Let's go through the games. All right, we've got Western Bulldogs and Richmond to kick off on a Friday night. Did you see the jumper the dogs were wearing? I, that was literally the first comment I made. Yeah, the old school like diamond dog. I didn't like it. Jumper, you didn't like it. I didn't like it. I don't know. It just looked, I don't know. Looked a bit, felt a bit tacky or something. Uh, I don't like that. There's like it's like an unofficial retro round. So some clubs are doing it and some. Yeah, aren't. what's that about? Everyone should be doing it and bringing back some of their old classic jumpers. I thought it was typically everyone all in. Yeah, but it's not. No, no. okay. A few teams did, and we'll talk about those. I, I like the jumper. I like the throwback. Okay. Well, one off is fine, I think. Yeah. Um, now you remember a few years ago, um, Dan, Damien, I think it was last year actually. Damien Hardwick made a comment about how bad, how much he hates the. the oh, who could forget? Yeah, yeah. Tigers haven't won there since. <laughs> They've had. Jeez, the curse is that going to be the six losses and a draw since that game? Wow, wait. Yeah, this, this is the loss. Hardwick curse. That, maybe that's why he's left. Yeah, he needs to shake it. <laughs> um, and if, if if he goes to the Suns, will that curse continue when he, maybe. Yeah, he oh. plays there? Um, the doggies kicked nine goals, three fifty-seven in the first quarter. Their equal ninth biggest opening term in their history. Their biggest ever was eleven goals, two sixty-eight in nineteen ninety-eight. They were the looking Lions. sharp. They were early on. Um, Jack Rewalt changed from long sleeves to short sleeves mid-match. Um, Rhett Bartlett, son of Kevin Bartlett, said that Jack Dyer did exactly the same thing in the nineteen forty grand final. Do you reckon that's why he did it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's an easy win to the dogs. Absolutely, they're looking looking very good. I reckon the dogs. I you reckon? I so reckon consistent though. Yeah, but come finals, I reckon they're gonna. It's just gonna click, and you would not want to be playing the dogs. Um, that takes us through to Essendon and the West Coast Eagles blockbuster. Ooh, it was a very stressful game to watch. I didn't really follow it until late in the piece, and I could not believe what I was seeing. I know what was happening. We were just playing like a team that expected to win, and we didn't. West Coast look all right? Not really. <laughs> we didn't look great either, but they, they, they did enough to hang in there. Um, I do and I don't like this stat that uh, Eliza Sardis, who made his debut for the Bombers, has lived his entire life without Essendon winning a final. How old is he? 18? He's 18, yeah. He hasn't played. It's his first game. Last player to do that, to do that was Clinton King for Sydney in 1996. <laughs> but we know the Swans didn't win a final between 1945 and 1996. Yeah. Much bigger gap there. So, yeah, Elijah Sardis, the first one. Yeah. Is Essendon's streak obviously the longest one at the moment? Yes. 
outside of the new teams? No, above the goal, the new teams. Oh, they came of in course. after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2004, mate. Oh, no. I was still at university. And where are they? they they're looking like they're going to play the finals potentially or not? No, not this year. No, not we're not making finals. It's not it's not Especially now that our percentage is going to be low. We also had Kyle Langford kicking four goals in the quarter. The last bomber to do this was uh, Kale Hooker, who did it against North in 2012. Some other names to do this include Stuart, Stuart Cramery, Angus Monfrey, Scott Lucas, and Matthew Lloyd. In the classics, those boys always do. Yeah. Um, very good. So that takes us through till the Crows and the Suns. Yep, um, a standard Crows win here, two in a row now. Um, they have a very good record over the Gold Coast as well. 18 wins, only three losses. Yeah. So they've really got the wood over them, especially at Adelaide Oval, where I don't believe the Suns have ever won against the... Actually, ever. I don't think they've ever won at Adelaide Oval. Wow, that's... They were looking like they might have turned a corner, but every time I feel it, they well, <laughs> seem to let me down. They, I don't think they scored in the first quarter, or they scored very minimally, Yeah, but they made a contest of it. They came back in the second quarter, so it wasn't as embarrassing as it could have been. It could have been a real blowout. Not so good. Um, the next game, I also did not catch any of, Yeah, but where are we? The Hawks and the Pies. All right. Um this was a what a game this was the Hawks playing out of their skin maybe it was their jumper they were playing in a retro jumper as well this swirly hawk thing they had I didn't say it is it it, was, it sounds ugly from it's what pretty you ugly. just described it was a um, it was a jumper they wore for a preseason back in the 90s so it's not even a proper a nap jumper cup yeah Ansett Cup would have been Ansett Cup possibly <laughs> Wizard Cup maybe maybe something the Foster's well, Cup one of yeah. those um, but it worked wonders for them yeah um, and are we thinking that because Nick Dacos signed that big deal during, during the season, he just started to start playing well? Started not playing well. Not playing well. Yeah. Like there's, there's, I reckon there's through. something in that. Is Often happens, Consistent. Players that sign those contracts. Grundy. Yep. Cosy Pickett at the start of the year signed a big deal and did nothing. Can't start relaxing. I don't like it. Um, we had players with the same surname being subbed off in the game. Um, that being Seamus and Tom Mitchell. Both subbed out of the game. Uh, the last time this happened was in 2013. We had Jesse and Simon White both being subbed out of a Sydney Carlton game. Yeah, I, I imagine it'd be those pretty stereotypical <laughs> names. <one>. Yeah, <laughs> um, Luke Bruce uh, had a had a bit of a day out. He's played the most most career goals without ever kicking seven in a game. So he's kicked 522 goals in his career, never kicked more than seven. Is that right? And he's the only one to have done that. Yeah. Uh, He's done it the most times. One ahead of now Mickey O'Loughlin. Also on that list, Brent Harvey, Jack Darling, Jack Gunston, Gary Ablett Jr. Oh, there's a few. Couple on there. there now, and last thing, Hawthorne, 16th on the ladder, defeating Collingwood first on the ladder, is now the latest in the season that the side has beaten a team sitting 15 spots higher on the ladder. Really? It is yeah. one of those seasons, isn't it? The previous best was round 18 in 2014, St Kilda, 18th defeat of Fremantle, second. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of that going on. Mm. Um, that takes us through to the Cats and Port Adelaide on, was that Saturday night? I Saturday think it was night, Saturday yeah. night. Um, no Hawkins, no Selwood. Here's, here's a fun fact for you, Nick. Rounds when Selwood and Hawkins haven't played at Cardinia Park. Round 21, 2023. Round 21, 2017. Round 21, 2007. Round 21, 2006. Is there some kind of... Round 21 curse? Who knows? It's bizarre, though. That is bizarre. Maybe they're... Yeah, they're often scheduled to play home games on round 21. Rested him. Yeah. For the, I, the big it's, dance. It's a, 
weird little stat, isn't it? That um, is very the other thing, Travis Boak has moved to 344 games for Port Adelaide. Um, moved ahead of legends like Greg Phillips and Darren Smith, um, who were on 343, and trailing only the great Russell Ebert, who played 392 games for Port Adelaide. Although, what we're talking about here is one club, Port Adelaide, Sandford, yeah. and AFL. Wow, 344 games he's played. Yeah. He started he doesn't get talked about too much. It does show you that we are a bit biased down here because he, for playing that many games, he should be heralded as yeah. a, a star of the game. I mean, I'm, he is, but... Yeah, and that's, that's um, four losses in a row for the Port Power now. Yeah, 13 that's... straight wins, four straight losses. Do they hold off on that signature of Ken Hinckley? Do they keep... Do they it's... sign him or do they hold off? It is crazy how it works, like... You know, Carlton's almost the opposite. Yeah, they've gone the other way. That's what I was about to say. They look like they. Oh, um, <laughs> um, yeah, they look like I don't know. Carlton have sw- swapped roles with them now, and it's uh, I don't know who I prefer. I think I prefer Port Adelaide up there, but anyway. <laughs> Is that the Melbourne supporter in you? Yeah, definitely. Um, that takes us through to the what do they call this one? The Battle of the Bridge. That's right, the Battle of the Bridge. Not the greatest um, name. I don't mind it. Battle of the Bridge. You lived in Sydney. I did. It makes me ref- just, I picture that bridge. And so it's the Sydney Harbour Bridge and like the Anzac Bridge. Is that what I'm thinking? The bridge so going to Sydney? I think the bridge kind of connects the north to the, the south. So I think it's kind of like the two sides. So the northern suburbs. Is it, is it called the Anzac Bridge? There is an Anzac Bridge. Is that the one they're talking about? Mm, I thought they were f- referring to... I was, no, I'm sure, I'm sure they're referring to the Harbour Bridge because that's what... Well, no, the Harbour Bridge would be the Sydney, like Sydney's bridge. Yeah. And then the Anzac Bridge, I think, is the Western Sydney Bridge. Well, I think what they mean by the Battle of the Bridge is like the bridges, there's like, it separates the two sides. Oh, okay. So, south so it's not two north. different bridges they're, like, they're battling against. No, <laughs> that's bridge. not the way I perceived <laughs> okay. it. I perceived it because up there, there's a bit of a battle between the northern and the southern sort of parts of the... Like the oh, north, okay, like the swanky sort of... Yeah, okay, because I always thought there was two different bridges and the winning team would get their flag flown from both of them, but like I might be wrong. We could both be wrong. We could. Or or hopefully both right. I don't know. Um, I'll have to look into that one. Yeah, and this this, uh, put an end to the Giants streak that they've been on at the moment. And we've also got Errol Goulden winning his Brett Kirk medal, who I made my fantasy captain. I was going to say. I was playing against you as well, so that was a good You must have had some insider knowledge there. Well, he's been smashing it recently. Yeah, has been, but so has Dacos. (laughs) Yeah, I know, Nick Dacos was my captain. I luckily made the call to change him late, and that was a good call, but he also cost me the game. Yes. 37. Against who? Against you. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Um, In our uh, qualifying final, so I've now got to survive a semi while you get a week off. Yeah, relax. Um, that takes us through to the Sunday games with the Blockbuster D's. What are they? North Melbourne, Melbourne. That should have a name. Uh, the, the Battle of the Melbournes. Ron <laughs> no, they play the Ron Brassy Cup against Carlton. Even though yeah, they didn't play. He won, oh, he won premierships to all teams. Um, no we'll official f- name, really. We need one. Yeah, um, typically get polished up by these guys. So You do. I know all, my, all the Melbourne supporters... That we know, like hate North Melbourne because yeah. they had a long streak of wins against you. Oh, didn't they ever? And it looked like that might have continued yesterday. Early on, yes, but no, in the end, it did not. I um, had my doubts. Interesting for Max Gorn. So the last four games, he's played a hundred percent of the last quarter. Yesterday, he played fifty-five percent of the last quarter. Yeah, was they, were they resting him? They, they, there was much discussion in the commentary box about that, and I think there was, there was all they were talking about how all the favorite you could tell who the favorites were in the team because it was Max Gorn, Christian Petrarca, <laughs> and I think it was Cosy Pickett. Maybe okay. they were trying to, I think, avoid any more injuries after Petty's 
fell over. Yeah. So mm. interesting. Um, all right. So on the North Melbourne side of things, it's their 18th loss. The last time they had a streak this bad was 1935. But they're a long way. They're still like, I think 35, 37 was their worst streak of all time. So they're still a whale up. And Clarko back in the fold, playing his four, coaching his 400th game, joining these people on 400 games as a coach. Lee Matthews, Mick Malthouse, Kevin Sheedy, David Parkin, John Kennedy, Alan Jeans, Tom Hafey, Ron Barassi, Norm Smith, Dick Reynolds, Percy Bentley, Jock McHale. So some pretty elite yeah. company. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's pretty elite himself, you yeah. might, might say. But I don't recall him making much hoo-ha about that. No. 400 seems pretty significant, but anyway. Well, he's supposed to do his 400th months ago, but because he this took that time off, that kind of got brushed aside. Yeah, okay. and, and he probably doesn't want to focus fanfare. on himself. Fanfare, probably yeah. didn't want to fanfare for that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, that takes us through to the Saints and the Blues. Michael Voss coaching his 150th game, but his first win as a coach against Michael against Ross Lyon. Has he played with him before? They were both coaches for St Kilda and Brisbane back in the day as oh, well. Oh, the early days. I forgot um, about his Brisbane also, days. They were, they were teammates for two games <laughs> at the Brisbane Bears back in 1995. Jesus. They played two games together. Um, last time Carlton won seven games in a row, three of their players, Ollie Hollands, Jesse Motlop and Brodie Kemp, weren't even born. <laughs> Um, and we've got Patrick Cripps equaling Chris Judd for most games as captain for Carlton. So equal fifth now in 105 games. Chasing Stephen Kernahan on 226. Bit of work to do <laughs> um, He's also got... Mark, he'll catch Mark Murphy and Craig Bradley, who are 116, 112 kind of ahead of him. John Nichols is then 188. So he's got a way to go. Yeah, bit of... Uh, that takes us through to the final game of the round, Fremantle and the Brisbane Lions. Yeah, and Brisbane getting it done, but just a little bit like Essendon, like too close for comfort. Well, you would have thought so. Fremantle desperate now because I think that was their last chance. I, I think mathematically maybe they're out of contention. You would have thought so. Yeah, which makes, you know, as a Melbourne supporter, oh, you're I'm very happy. Oh, I'm happy days. I've been watching them closely this year. Pick four. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely screwed them over. For I was kind of torn yesterday because I Luke knew... Luke Jackson had a great game. He did. Yeah. So at least he's playing well and you're still yeah. epic. I was actually thinking about that the other day. I'd still give back those picks to take Luke Jackson. He's, Interesting. He's, Would you give back Grundy? Give back Grundy. <laughs> that was my... Oh, no offence to Grundy. Yeah. But, oh, Could you Luke trade Jackson. Grundy to, to Freo for, for, <laughs> for Luke Jackson? Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> and that pick. Yeah. They can have their pick back. <laughs> give us Luke and Grundy. Mm. That would be funny. Um, so looking at that ladder... We've got the D's up in second spot now. Oh. The pie is still two games clear, but looking a bit wobbly. Um, Carlton will finish this, finish this round in fifth spot. They have been in 13 different spots on the ladder this season. Is that... That's a re- it's an equal record with Adelaide, who did the same in 2019. Oh, yeah. And can they go any higher? No, they're a little, they'd have to win oh, three more. They have to win their last three. Which isn't a... It, in home. I mean. One of Melbourne, Brisbane, Port don't win a game which, well, I which is on track <laughs> yeah the anything Col- sorry keep going anything seems like it's a possibility at this point I know. Really, which is kind of exciting which makes it an exciting season the um, the common medal is really interesting as well we've got Kerno and Walker sort of fighting it out Kerno's on 68 goals Taylor Walker on 63 yeah so the Blues play the Demons the Suns and the Giants the Crows play the Lions the Swans and the Eagles so Tex finishing against the Eagles, whom he kicked 10 against last time, bodes well for him. So it might come down. I'm hoping Tex gets it. He's I am deserving. Just, has he went up before? No. Never yeah. 
he is uh yeah, I saw a little bit of that game and just yeah, he he's playing his best oh, footy at the me. moment. It's funny how those big fours at the moment are just yeah, Hawkins as well, still yeah. still killing it. Um yeah. and Charlie Kerno's also winning the I get would you call it the little Coleman, the the most points? <laughs> it's got a I reckon we should Petrarca, have a name for is he it. up there? Hey? Petrarca seems to be Oh uh, well no. Kerno's winning that with forty behinds. Oh forty, wow. Yeah. Taylor Walker's only on twenty six. So he's much more accurate. It should be an accuracy award maybe as well. It should be. Based on kicking mm. the amount of goals. Tolls uh, goals. We've got the Dogs with the highest score of the round. 19 goals, 12. Uh, Crows are leading for the season, 279. Second place, Lions, 273. Um, and let's project ahead, Nick. What's coming up? Let's ask. So the Friday night, another good one here for the Pies and the Cats at the MCG. All these games have lots of meaning on them now. Yep, that'll be a good one. North versus Essendon. Are they? Do they have a bit of a rivalry in that? Well, it's an interesting one because, yes, I think yes. Traditionally, going back because we stole their home ground and we took a heap of their recruits and we blocked them from entering the VFL when it first came in. So yeah. there's this old historic rivalry, but it's kind of like this big brother, little stepbrother thing where like it doesn't really. They're not one of the big teams, so yeah, it's hard to. I, the impression I always get is that North want to play really well against Essendon, but Essendon's like, oh, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, they used to play for the Archer Hurd medal. Why is that? To honour James Hurd and Glenn Archer. Just yeah. those two randomly? Yeah. Well, they were legends of both teams. Um, yeah. The last winner was Daniel Wells in 2013. Uh, the other thing I should say is friend of the pod, um, Adam Coote, is umpiring his 400th game as a boundary umpire. 400? 400. So I, there may be a chance I get to go to uh, celebrate yeah. that with him in the rooms afterwards. Oh, nice. I'll report back. In the rooms of who? The umpires. They have like a... They're celebrating 400 games. Where's, why isn't BT in those rooms? <laughs> Where's the BT? Oh, I'd actually be more curious to see that sometimes. And <laughs> had made some poor decisions today. What yeah. Are you, how, do you, how are you feeling? I don't know. Anyway. The next game takes us Sydney Swans and the Suns uh, at the SCG. I, I, I reckon the loser of this is out for good. Oh, it has to be. Yep. Yeah, the Suns have got slim... Uh, Suns might be a slim chance mathematically. Um, Sun, Swans are still in with a good chance. Yeah, which I reckon if they snuck in, yeah, I don't know. He's another one you just wouldn't want to be playing. Yeah, yeah, because they kind of feel like they shouldn't have got in, and they did, and they've yeah. got a good list. I'd love to see the Suns get in there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, me too. Oh, I just want to just want to see them do well. Um, then we just got what the uh, the Lions and the Crows at the Gabba. Yep. Lions undefeated at the Gabba. They should win this, the, the, this with the Crows. Crows aren't much. If they can win it, it, then that kind of proves they'll deserve finals. Yeah, they haven't played well outside of home though. No. And then the Blues and the Dees should be a good game. This this is the Rondale, the R D Barassi Trophy. Traditionally, it used to be. Okay. Yeah. Look. Those. I'd say that's a pretty evenly matched game. It should could, be. Could could be. Are you gonna go? I'm going to try and go to that one. I'm going to try and go. But I hate the... Po- <laughs> Sorry to any fans. <laughs> Carlton supporters? When they're up and about, they're the worst. Oh, they? agree. to think yeah. of losing that game. And get- anyway, yeah. uh, the West Coast Eagles and... Ooh, the Derby. The Derby. The, uh, the Glendening Allen medal on offer for the best on ground. Yeah. Fremantle should be favourite in this, but you know the Eagles under a good bit of form at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say, if they push the Dons, who knows? Yeah. But, yeah. I'm sure Frio have got a bit more to play for at the moment. Even if it's just to make sure that the Ds don't get a good pick. 
Uh, Hawks and the Dogs. Yeah. Taz. You Taz. Is that where Melbourne played on the weekend? No. I, know, I always get confused. How many different Hobart? ovals are there down that Two. way? Two. One Launceston, one's Hobart. Okay. North playing in Hobart, Hawthorne playing Launceston. There you go. Yeah. Less windy. Usually it's really blowy. It wasn't. It was. Was one blowier than the other? Yes. Hobart's always windy. Yeah, okay. That's always horrific. And St Kilda and Richmond. Yep. So they're not awarding another Ian Stewart medal. That's just for the one game each year. So they won't be doing that. Okay. And last game of the round. Port and GWS. Right, that should be an interesting one as well. Both teams up and about. Um, Port have to bounce back. They do. And the but Giants, GWS need Giants won a few weeks ago at the Adelaide Oval, so that holds no fear for them. Very good. Well, very interesting weekend of football ahead. Uh, let's finish off. The song of the week I've chosen is a classic Greg Champion, could have been champion song called Red Hot Go. It's got all the cliches in it, Nick. <laughs> all footy classics do. All the footy do. cliches. It, this is a song full of them. That's why I love it. Okay. Let's have a listen. Thank you for listening. We'll check in with you next week. Maybe Charlie's back. Charlie, oh. if you did listen today, which is very doubtful, um, can you please tell me what Jack Rewalt did that was the same as Jack Dyer? Look forward to hearing back. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, we were playing footy for the could have been. Someone yelled out, take a good hard look. And yeah, we took TC, turned the corner, had a RHG, red hot go. And yeah, we OTFG, opened the floodgates. We got BIT, back in town. And yeah, we LOG, lifted our game, took a good hard look at ourselves. Oh, well, the coach came out, OUT, he said you're JMG, just go. You made a BS. Said it's a WNBG Said your LTB Take a G-H-L-A-Y Yeah, we TTC Turned the corner Had a R-H-G Red hot dog Yeah, we T-C-A-P Said I had an AP Attitude problem Said your DYB Dropped your bundle Take a G-H-L-A-Y Well, we TTC Turned the corner Had a R-H-G Red Hot Go V-M-S-B Very much so, Bobby We got B-I-T Back in town Yeah, we STD Snapped the dummy we Took a good hard look at ourselves We were H-N-H it was an HHG Happy Honey Ground TLTB Thank you, Marshall, thank you, boys. We were CPs Consummate Professionals We TNFS Front of names in front of selectors We GEI Gave every indication We got BTB Back to basics we Gave it CNO Colour and boom We took a good hard look at ourselves We gave it EPC Every possible chance The HTBT Had to be there We had an RHG Red Hot Go And took a good hard look at ourselves Thanks for listening 
to the Kick to Kick podcast present Backward Incoming Forward. You can find all our old episodes wherever you get your good podcasts. If you want to get in contact with us, our email address is kicktokickpodcast at gmail.com. On social media, we have Twitter at kicktokickpod or on Facebook. Or you can find us on Instagram at backwards and coming forward. For a full list of our resources and what we use on this show, go to our website, which is kicktokick.podbean.com. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>